the good, good stuff smiles for miles with bethany hello everybody happy <laughs> thursday welcome back to the good stuff smiles for miles today i brought on two more of my teammates and these guys are varsity runners and they are super duper fast so please <laughs> welcome to the podcast michaeli castlebaum and jocelyn schneider Hi. Hello. <laughs> okay, well, if you guys have listened to my podcast, I always like to start off my guests with an icebreaker question. So, in your opinion, which running shoe brand is the best and why? Um, I don't know. I feel like I've tried, like, almost every running shoe brand, but I don't know. It depends, honestly, on what you're doing. When I'm doing, like, track, like, during track season, I really like Saucony, but I feel like for more longer distances, I usually just go with Brooks or something. Yeah. I like Brooks or Asics. Those are- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, okay. So, I want to start off this podcast with asking you a question about, like, how do you, um, how would you describe our, like, team bonding for our cross-country team? Like, what makes our cross-country team so special and unique and, like, different from everyone else's? Um. Yeah, I think I... That's one thing I love about our team is just how, like, close we are as a team and how supportive we are of each other. I, I just feel like we're always for each other and um, wanting the best for each other. So I think that's really special. Yeah, I think we have a really good team environment. Like, we're so encouraging to each other. It's like, maybe in other sports, it's a little bit more like, I, like, want to beat these people just because, mm-hmm. like, I want to, like, get their spot or whatever. But, like, everybody's, like, even though it seems like it's, like, less of a team like sport like I feel like everybody works together like even more honestly yeah and you know you're running yeah for your teammates yeah yeah we are a really close team but mm-hmm. yes I love our team <laughs> but um another question is guys I want you to tell me your experience about FCA distance running camp <laughs> I love FCA distance running camp it's so fun I've gone the past two years and it's just so fun meeting all these people who have um like a fire for Jesus and they're all runners, too, so you have more in common. And then just you get to see them all the time at all your meets and stuff, which is really nice. And just keeping in touch with them and, like, constant encouragement throughout the season. Yeah, it's really good. I only went one year, and I wish I would have went way sooner. Because, <laughs> yeah, it was a great experience. Yeah, it's so fun. The huddle leaders definitely are very good, and they all have a heart for Jesus, so it's really fun to um, get to know them really well and then watch them at their college meet. Yeah. No, never played tug of war with Michaela because their team cheated. <laughs> oh, no. I, I <laughs> think they did everyone. I think they did We cheat. had less people than all of them. Yeah. And we lost. What do you have to say about that, Michaela? <laughs> Kind of suspicious if you ask no, me. I, no, we won. We won fair and square. You guys <laughs> it wasn't like a normal tug of war. Like, we had one side and one side. We had two sides that our team had to hold. Yeah, it was like two ropes tied together with another rope. It was weird. I think if it was... Oh. <laughs> I think if it was one rope, we would have won. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, well, let's move into some running questions. Um, but running is a tough sport, so how can we prevent ourselves from injuries? Um, I would say proper, like, sleeping is really important. And if something hurts, you should probably say something. Because mm-hmm. I've noticed that, like, uh, not like anyone on the team or anything, but, like, if you are hurting and you don't say anything, it usually just gets worse, and then you're, you're out for even longer. So just make a good decision with that. 
Yeah. And sleeping, too, is really important. Yeah. I definitely say, like, you must say something, like, right away, or else, like, it could just get worse. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree. Definitely, if you have an injury, you gotta say something, or else you just injure yourself more and be (laughs) out for the season more. So, um, why is stretching so important for runners? Like, how does it benefit us? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, it keeps you loose and feeling good, and it helps you not pull anything. (laughs) Yeah, injury prevention, and honestly, it just feels nice after you run sometimes. When you do it, you're just like, oh, that felt good. Yeah, (laughs) helps you feel good the next day. Yeah, true. Yeah. Okay, so um, explain why energy drinks are not the best fuel for your body. Um, I, okay, I don't drink energy drinks, like, I don't know, like, I never really, mm-hmm. but I don't know. I feel like it's, I don't know, it just, you get less sleep, I guess, when you do that, so, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, and I feel like people always get more, like, muscle cramps with them. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah, just not, like, the best option. I don't know. Yeah, and, like, I guess we're clarifying, like, this doesn't mean, like, Gatorade, Powerade, stuff like that. We're talking about, like, bangs and monsters. (laughs) Yeah, maybe don't. They're they're not good for you. Especially, like, right before your race. Yeah, they make you very jittery, and it's, like, yeah, they just, they're not good for you. They won't, they say they'll do stuff for you, but they really don't. So, um, last running question, but, like, how do you take care of your running shoes? And, like, what are some good tips? Okay, so at FCA, the <laughs> running club lady who came, yeah, she always gives us good tips. We love Anne. <laughs> yeah, she, oh, <laughs> so she said to, I don't know, if you do get them wet when you're running, just, like, let them dry out. Don't, like, put them in your dryer or anything, and don't, like, wash them in your washing machine necessarily. Mm-hmm. I do that to my old ones sometimes, but only when I'm not running in them Did she say, like, put newspaper in them or something yeah 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 Yeah. so I guess that's a good idea also never leave them in your car yeah yeah I was surprised when she said that one I was like I just wasn't thinking about that before but I guess that makes sense so I was always like I don't know that's something good to know (laughs) yeah okay well those are some good running questions but now I want to move into some questions that tie faith and running together so, what are some top symbols you guys look for in your runs that just remind you of Jesus? Um, <laughs> okay, so at FCA, they told us to look for, like, crosses sometimes. Like, if you're running on a track, look for, like, maybe where the lines cross over each other. Mm-hmm. And, like, a symbol of Jesus. And it's easier at some, like, cross country is a little different because they're not running on a track usually. Yeah. But, um... There's some courses, like, I know at Seward, they have, like, there's this yeah, cross over there. Yeah. That really helped me. I need, like, I don't know. Sometimes it's hard for me to look for things. Like, I need, mm-hmm. like, obvious things sometimes. <laughs> Otherwise, I'm just in my own head about it. But, yeah. And sometimes writing, like, things on your arms and stuff. Like, I always check my watch when I'm running, even if I'm not wearing my watch. So, like, I always, like, put something there sometimes. Mm-hmm. So that helps me. Yeah. I always look at it then. I also feel like, like, the weather is a good one, too, because mm-hmm. it's, like, a reminder that God's in control, so yeah. even if it's, like, terrible <laughs> and, like, it's way too hot or something, like, it's just a reminder that it's not in your control. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Always be thankful. So, like, um, we we talked about this, Jocelyn, you talked about how you write something where 
your um, watches. And we, our team calls that heart goals. So um, explain like what the purpose of heart goals is and why our team has them. And like, how do they tie to God? So yeah, last summer we went through the book, um, Run the Mile You're In. And it talked about, it talked about heart goals. And basically the goal of heart goals is to focus your running instead of like on you and your own performance and like focus it on God. And Mm -hmm. it's, it's not saying like, it doesn't matter how you run or like how you perform, but just focusing on God instead. And so, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I'd say it's just like a good refocusing point because you'll make it all about you unless you like purposely try to make it about God or like, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I like that our team has heart goals. Mm-hmm. They're really fun. Yeah. Because it's, like, it's fun to see when people, like, come up and be like, what's that? Because, like, that's yeah. what the medic did for me when I oh, yeah. fainted. Like, she's like, ooh, smile if you love Jesus. That's a good heart goal. And I was like, yeah. And she's like, what does who mean? I'm like, who? I'm running for Jesus. So that was, like, yeah. it's a good way to get to tell people about him. But, um, Jocelyn, I wrote this question specifically <laughs> for you. So here's your Jocelyn-based question. Um, so... The listeners don't know. Me and Jocelyn love sunsets a lot. <laughs> we both have albums. Yes. Um, and we see them a lot, like, on our night runs or just, like, oh, if we're yeah. just outside. So explain how you see God through them. Um, I mean, like, specifically in my night runs, I feel, like, closer to Jesus, I guess. Because it's, like, I'm usually alone when I'm running at night. But it's just nice to see the sunset. I'm, like, I'm reminded of how much God creates, like, his creation. I'm running in his creation. And sometimes I'm like, oh, that's, like, really pretty. But I'm not like, who created that? And I'm like, oh, God did. Yeah. And so just re- being reminded that God created that is, like, I don't know. It's just really cool to see. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And it's, like, it's another one of those things where, like, God created these sunsets. And, like, sunsets are so pretty because it's, like, a mix of different colors. And it's, like, mm-hmm. I guess that's another one of the things that makes me think, like, I don't know how people can think that the world just started from a big bang and how yeah. everything was created with that. Cause there's like, there is no possible way that a big bang can make sunsets that are like a blue and purple and pink. Like only God, our God can do that. Like a, yeah. there's no way something that can just go can do that. Like no way. Yeah. Just great evidence of our creator. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, um, the Bible talks about how our body are, like, temples and, like, we need to really take care of them. So, like, how do we take our care of our bodies um, as runners? Um, I would say a big one would be, like, the way you fuel your body mm-hmm. and, yeah. like, with the right foods and, like, the right amount of food and all of that. Yeah. And then, like, um, I would say, like, also with that, it's kind of, like, on the other side of it, but, like, taking rest days are important because... Mm-hmm. Yeah, just, like, making sure you're taking care of your body that way, getting enough sleep, and then, like, also drinking enough water and fueling correctly. Mm-hmm. And then also, like, taking your recovery days, like, yeah. nice and slow and not, like, pushing those too hard. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Um. Yeah, I really like those answers. But I want to move into, like, questions that are more, like, faith-based. Um. This one's kind of more, like, faith and running-ish, but, like, it also can be, like, faith but, like, um, I want to talk about loving one another, which is, like, it's the second greatest commandment because mm-hmm. God says love love your neighbor as yourself. So, like, how can we love other people that are rude to us or, like, they make fun of us, all that stuff? How can we love them and show Jesus love? Um, 
maybe like reacting in the way that Jesus would react. Mm -hmm. I don't know. That's kind of a broad statement, but he wouldn't like purposely like he wouldn't like say anything mean back necessarily or anything. But yeah. No, I yeah. Know. I mean, that's kind of like a general statement. Yeah, but, but you like ask your question that yeah. like is kind of popular the phrase today. Yeah. It's like, what would Jesus do? He would love first. It's like my yeah. mom always tells me that before like someone's done something mean. Like if I want to say something back, she's always like. Um, oh, would Jesus say that to them? And I'd be like, no. And she's like, yeah, so then you probably shouldn't say it. I'm like, yeah, you're right. So it's like definitely taking like a second thought before you say it and yeah. be like, would Jesus say that? No, he probably wouldn't. So don't say it and just like respond with like a kind way or be like, yeah, okay. Or just like sometimes it's just best not to respond at all yeah. if you just to make sure you're not like getting yourself more in trouble. Yeah, that phrase really, like, puts me in my place sometimes. <laughs> I notice that, like, I don't know, because sometimes I can be agitated by things. And, yeah, but it's a good reminder. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and then I would also say a big thing that's helpful for me is, like, praying for those people. Even, like, if it if you don't really feel like it at the time where you're like, oh, they don't, like, deserve that. Um, yeah. It just, like, really helps, like, your heart, like, towards them. Yeah, because you don't know what's going on in their life. Too. Yeah. So it's a good kind of, like, yeah thing to remember, and it kind of also puts you in your place mm -hmm. again. Yeah. But. Yeah, that's a very good point. Yeah, my dad always tells me that, besides my mom asking, like, would you say that? Like, my dad's always, like, yeah, they um definitely, like, they shouldn't be acting that way. But, like, he's always, like, um just remember something could, could be going on inside their house that just, like, is really bad, and, like, they could just be going through a really hard time, so, like, Try to put yourself in their shoes if you do know. Mm -hmm. Kaylee, are you cold? <laughs> no? Okay. It's Sorry, I thought you were, like, shivering. I was like, are you okay? <laughs> oh, no. But, yeah. Um. So, why is it, like, so hard to put down your phone and just pick up the Bible? Um. I mean, like, I guess on social media, like, they have, like, algorithms or whatever that, like, try to, like, show you things that are, like, mm -hmm. oh, they're, like, oh, you like this. And, like. Sometimes I tell myself, in, like, five minutes, I'll do that. But then yeah. I just, like, I need to set myself, like, a timer. And mm -hmm. then I need to be, like, done with it at that point. Because mm -hmm. I, I do that a lot. I, like, <laughs> just, like, keep looking on Instagram. Yeah. And I, like, keep scrolling. I don't know. It's definitely, like, hard to do, mm -hmm. like, to put it down. But, yeah. I think it's also, I think that sometimes I think that my phone is going to be, like, more entertaining than the Bible or something. Mm -hmm. But, like. Not that the Bible's necessarily about being, like, entertained, but, like, the amount of stuff you can learn from that. It's not empty scrolling. You're, like, like intentionally learning about Jesus. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, when you talked about, like, the scrolling and scrolling, we talked about that um, in the second episode with Joel and Carter, how, like, like, they made these apps for us to keep scrolling and scrolling, but it's, like, we talked about how these apps are never going to satisfy you because yeah. of the Bible. Yeah, yeah. It's crazy, yeah. They make, like, the apps intentionally to try to, like, yeah. get you addicted to them yeah. and, like, want you to be on them constantly. Yeah. And it's just, like, it's hard to picture, like, the long-term or, like, to think about the long-term impact of, like, how important it is to read the Bible. And so I think, like, in the moment, it's hard to, like, be, like, it's so important to get into the Bible mm -hmm. right now. Yeah, I definitely have, like, an easier time putting down my phone when it's, like, school time because, like, I always have my designated area where I read the Bible and my devotions in the morning, mm -hmm. where, like, in the summer, I struggle with that a little bit more. Yeah. That's why I kind of like how the phones also made, like, screen time and, like, 
downtime where it's like, you know, you can set like a screen limit for an app, like only be on it. Like for me, I have Instagram and Snapchat 15 minutes a day. And then like sometimes I'll put like a downtime from like one to two o'clock, like not on my phone. I'm doing something else, whether it's reading the Bible Mm -hmm. or going outside, doing other stuff. So that's like a good thing, I guess, that that my phone does is that they make stuff like that that can like be like, okay, it's time to put it down. Yeah. (laughs) And it's really helpful if you have like a set time that you know, like you're going to get into God's word. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because I know I I wake up really late for school, so so I never am like I always struggle in the morning. But I've been trying harder to like wake up earlier. And honestly, when I do that, it starts my day off much better. It's crazy like, how much yeah. that's helpful. Yeah. And I was like, I just gotta like decide at that point and just gotta like start my day that way, and it yeah. helps so much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, we talked about getting into the word. So why is it so important to be in the word and really dive deep into it? Yeah, I feel like. Um, like, if you think about your relationship with God as, like, a re- like a friendship, um, it, like, helps you picture it. Um, so if you were, like, hanging out with a friend, you're not only yeah. going to hang out with them or, like, talk to them, like, once a week. Or mm-hmm. Same thing with, like, God. You're not just going to want to get into the Word once a week. Like, that's not a true relationship with God. Yeah. Like, if you really care about um, getting to know God better, like, you're going to get into his word daily, and you're going to, yeah. like, pray to him, and, like, want to grow in your relationship with mm-hmm. him. Yeah, and then I know when I'm, like, struggling with getting into the word, I, like, I really want to get in the word, but, like, if I really wanted to, I would, like, I don't know, I always have to pray, like, uh, like, God, please help me want to, yeah. want to do yeah. this, because I always, I always do that, because that's, it's kind of tough, honestly, because, mm-hmm. yeah. You, like, don't see the value in it, but the value is definitely there yeah. sometimes. Because we talked about, like, getting into the Word is, like, that's how Jesus talks to us, and that's how, like, we get closer to Him, because there's so many people that's like, I want to get closer yeah. to Jesus, but, like, where do I go? And it's like, well, where where do you go? You go to the Bible, because that's, like, God's yeah breathed Word, so, like, that's where you go. <laughs> so um, I like talking about that. And I also like, um, back to, like, Joel and Carter's podcast, we we talked about, um, like, first-time readers getting to, to the Bible, and, like, Joel talked about how, like, he, as a person, recommended getting into the Old Testament more before the New Testament, and, like, um, he talked about how he didn't clarify this enough. I thought he did, but, like, um, when we want to get to know Jesus more, if it's, like, a new person, we talked about how, like, getting into the New Testament might be a little bit more difficult because you're, like, you're just driving straight into the gospel and it's, like, you've never heard about Jesus. So like, maybe just diving right in it could be, like, a little bit more confusing. So I talked – so we talked about, like, getting into the Old Testament where, like, um, if you're more of a strong Christian, like, definitely diving into the Word, getting closer to Him. Like, it's good to be in the New Testament. But, like, I feel like sometimes people overlook the Old Testament and be, like, these are – it's all full of laws and it's, like – this person yeah. is from this generation and this generation where it's like the Old Testament is just as important as the New Testament because it talks about like um, the coming of the Messiah and all these yeah. great things that these Old Testament people did. Yeah, I know for me, if I'm like struggling with where to read in the Bible, I'm like, let's go to like Ephesians or Galatians <laughs> or something. Yeah. But I've like, I don't know, not that I've like overread that, but like I definitely need to like put more emphasis on the Old yeah. Testament because I... I'm always like, oh, it's, I already know all the stories, but, like, I think we've been learning in Bible class about, like, 
how like the ancient Jewish writers like they wrote everything with a purpose. Mm-hmm. There was nothing that they like put in there that was like, oh, that's just a side detail. Like there's like a purpose to their writing. Yeah. yeah, and they tried to write it to make us understand it and understand it and to help us understand it. Yeah. Um, but like uh, we were talking about social media earlier, but like social media, you know, it has its good and its bad, but it's a good thing. I mean, like it's a place where we can like say like you know like oh we did this we had a great time um but like i know like we can use social media to do good but we can also use it to for bad but like how is like do you think a social media is like a divider between us and god i would say sometimes like i know for me at least and i know a lot of people like on social media it causes you to like compare yourself to other people and when you're focusing on that comparison factor you're not thinking about, like, God made me the way I am. And so yeah. you're, like, you're, like, unintentionally putting, a, like, a divider up, I would mm-hmm. say. Yeah. If you use it correctly, though, then. Yeah. Yeah. I would definitely say it, like, depends on the way that you use it. Because it definitely can turn into an idol. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, I kind of just thought about this question right now. But I kind of want to ask <laughs> and talk about it. But, like, um, a lot of times in chapel, like, Dr. Mears or, like, Mr. Ailes will talk about, like, social media, like, all you see on social media is, like, we only puss, puss, <laughs> put the good things in it, like, the only yeah. the good, no- like, stuff about it, but it's, like, we don't put the bad stuff in it, so it's, like, yeah. I feel like, I look at the people that, like, like, they don't really care what they post on social media, like, they could post a bad thing, but they could post a good thing, but, like, there's still sometimes when people do that, like, um, especially Christians when they do that, it's like, whether it's good or whether it's bad, they always find a way to tie it to God, so it's like, I think mm-hmm. that's always kind of cool. Yeah, I would say, I don't know, just like extra comparison with that, yeah. and even in my faith, I find that, like, I compare myself to other Christians, and I'm like, oh, I'm going through all this stuff that no one ever has yeah. to go mm-hmm. through. I'm like, oh, all these people have these perfect faith, and they always wake up on time to do their, yeah. like, devotionals. And, or like, they always that. have, like, the perfect testimony. Yeah. Like, you sit in these, like, when you're young, you sit in these church camps, and it's like, this person's going to share their testimony. You listen yeah. to it, and it's like, these people have the greatest testimony ever. Why <laughs> isn't mine like that? So, yeah, yeah, you definitely find yourself comparing. Yeah. And that's, like, the confusing thing about social media is because a lot of people compare, like, their regular, like, real lives to yeah. these, like, the best part of other people's <laughs> yeah. lives. Yeah. Because yeah. I guess if I picked out, like, all the perfect moments in my life and I compared it to, like, all the bad moments in my own life, mm-hmm. like, even in between that, there's, like, a huge difference. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. Well, McKaylee, here's your McKaylee-based okay. question. <laughs> so, um, injuries are obviously no fun. I have a knee injury. Do you want to explain to the li- listeners what your injury is and then I'll ask you a question that ties with it? Um... Yeah, like I won't the, go into like a lot the short of detail, of but it. yeah, it's it's a foot injury, and I've been dealing with it for, like, quite a long time, like a couple of years, and I've had to take some running time off with that and everything, so it's been a little bit frustrating, yeah, but we're it, getting through it. Yeah, it definitely can be frustrating, but do you think, like, God is trying to teach you something through this injury, or, like, what have you learned from him through this injury, or, like, taking time off of running? Yeah. Yeah, I would definitely say I don't know. Like, I couldn't tell you, like, the exact reason, like, why I'm going through the injury or anything. But um, I've definitely – definitely say, like, it's helped grow my appreciation for, like, 
running and just knowing that I don't deserve to be able to run and um, like be able to even walk like every day. So mm-hmm. definitely that's yeah. been good. Yeah, um, I asked this question with Taylor on our um, third episode, but, like, I talked about, like, with my injury, I definitely think God's taught me a lot about patience. Yeah. Because it's, like, there's so many times where I'm, like, God, I need you to heal me now, yeah. and I'll do it faster. Like, why can't I be healed faster? But it's, like, um, through that time, it's, like, maybe God doesn't want me to be healed right away. Mm-hmm. Maybe this, he's, like, going to teach me something a little bit more through this injury. So he's definitely taught me a lot of patience. That's good. So, like, um, what would you tell people um who who you think like who think like God can't hear them like and like he isn't listening to them like what would you tell people like how to handle that or like how it's like that's not true he is listening um I would say I gotta like look at my whole story of my life because sometimes I like pray something and then I'm like oh, God's never going to answer that just because it doesn't happen in, like, one day mm-hmm. or something. And along with what you're saying about patience, like, I would say I when I look back on my life, like, so far, like, God has answered my prayers. Mm-hmm. Like, even if it, like, was something, like, totally random, like, looking back, like, I can see how God has, like, slowly moved that through that. And, like, even when there's something that happened, I was like, why did that happen? And, like, just, like, looking at it mm-hmm. and seeing, like, oh, that had a purpose, so that's yeah. cool. Yeah. That's really good because I feel like a lot of times we pray to God and we're always asking him for things, but we never yeah. take the time to, like, go back and thank him for answering the yeah. prayers that he did. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, like, you talk about prayer, which is kind of, like, what my next question is. Um, so, like, why is it so, imp- so important to pray and, like, how has prayer changed your life? Um, I'd say kind of like what we were talking about earlier, like it's about a relationship with God and praying to him is like part of your relationship with him. And it's mm-hmm. like part of worship to him. Yeah, I would say, I don't know. I, I don't like go to people that much if I have like have something like bothering me. I just like think about it and then I'm like make it worse than it is in my head. Mm-hmm. But like I'm always reminded that I can go to God with that and I can pray about that. And I always feel so much better when I do. And I don't know. It's just always something very helpful to me. And, like, I guess this is a super running-specific example. But, like, right before races and stuff, that always, when we all huddle up and pray before, that gives me so much peace before my race. Mm -hmm. And, yeah. And when I unfocus from that and I'm, like, thinking about the race again, I kind of, like, get a little bit more nervous again. But, like, it's okay to be nervous, but it definitely helps. Yeah. 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 I like how our team praise before because yeah. it's like mm-hmm. we can really connect to him well like I you you talked about how like sometimes in the middle of the race you might get a little bit more nervous which like I'm kind of the same way but like I don't know if I would get more nervous but I definitely think that we pray before the meet and then it's like oh I um we just pray that this is good run we just talk to God he's giving me peace but like I definitely know with me when I get into the race I totally lose sight of like yeah, why I'm running like I run and it's like like um at Geneva I was like I'm running because I want to get second and I want to finish and I don't want to stop but it's like I never like I did think about like I am running for God but like it didn't cross my mind a lot it crossed my mind a few times when like not not the whole time like it should have been so yeah. I definitely think that's one thing that I struggle with, you know, I bet a lot of people yeah, struggle with that 
whether it's cross country, football, volleyball, anything, but like it's so why is it so hard to like focus on God through the whole entire race or the whole entire game? Yeah, I think it's easy to get distracted on your performance and mm-hmm. focus on that more than like focusing on God while you're running. Yeah. I think I don't know, people in sports always talk about value and like value in Christ. <laughs> but like that is a really important thing because if I'm putting the value on my time that I get in the race, then I definitely get more stressed about it, mm-hmm. and I definitely don't think about Jesus as much. But if I'm thinking about the value, my values in Christ, whether or not I get whatever place, like I don't know, that always helps me in the middle of my race. And then I, and yeah, it's, yeah, it's really comforting. It's a good focus, yeah, yeah. Because I, I don't know, I put a lot of pressure on myself. At least I know. Yeah, I definitely do. But yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. Because um, Kaylee talked about like being thankful that you're able to run, and like we've talked this definitely. Um, I think we've talked about this topic every single podcast episode. Mm-hmm. But we talked about how like we have such a privilege that we even get to run, and that God like wanted our legs to be moving and active. Or like talked about like there's a lot of people out there who can't even walk at all. So it's like we complain about the littlest things, where it's like you know people have so many problems that are way bigger than ours so it's like we have that really privileged run so it's a good like thing to always Mm -hmm. to remember to be thankful for running yeah for sure Mm -hmm. um so we talked about like what you guys would tell people who like um who don't think they can hear or listen to god but is there like any time that you guys like feel like god's not there or like you ask like god like where are you um i this is kind of what i said earlier Mm -hmm. but also with my whole thing about, like, expecting my prayers right away, like, I don't know, because sometimes, I don't know, it sounds stupid, but, like, sometimes before race, I'm like, oh, God, please get me, like, this place and this time, and I'm like, (laughs) let me PR, please, (laughs) but then, like, I don't know, and then sometimes it happens, and I'm like, oh, yeah, that was great, and then, yeah, and then if a race doesn't happen, I'm like, why on earth did it not happen? I've been training so hard, Mm -hmm. but, like, I don't know, yeah. God's just, like, teaching you lessons through that, mm-hmm. I guess, sometimes. And, yeah. And, like, personal effort. Yeah, sometimes I expect things, even when I'm not, like, like fully putting it out there. It's, like, in the middle of a race when I'm, like, super tired or something. I'm, like, maybe I should just slow down or something. But, yeah. And mm-hmm. it's, like, yeah. That's good. I feel like, yeah, for me, I've kind of struggled with, like, why – like, why my foot injury has to last so long, like, I feel like I've been training the right way, and, like, doing the right things for it, and, like, it's still hurting, but, yeah, with what we were talking about, like, we just have to remember that there is, like, a bigger plan, um, and, like, a reason for why God's making, Mm -hmm. like, us go through, like, all of our trials. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, okay, so these last two questions are kind of, like, bigger, more deep questions, but, like, um, if you had, like, or if you've ever had a friend or, like, you've met someone who, like, doesn't know Jesus, like, how would you, like, approach them to try to tell them about God and, like, what he's done for you? Um, I'd say one of the best ways to, like, start, like, introducing God to them is, like, just through your own actions. Mm-hmm. Like, we're reflecting Christ through what we do. So just watching myself and what I'm doing, because I know if they'll see me do something that's, like, if I'm, like, really rude to them or something, they'll be like, oh, I definitely don't want to be a Christian now. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, yeah, I just need to watch what I do for sure. 
And yeah. Yeah. And then just like introducing them, like putting God into like even like the littlest parts of a conversation. Like mm-hmm. like even if I have another Christian friend with me, I can be like encouraging them with a verse and then like maybe they'll be like, Oh, what's that about? And yeah. then I can share it with them mm-hmm. then. Yeah, one thing we talked about in Bible class is how like important it is to build a relationship with the person first because someone's not going to want to listen to you mm-hmm. just start off by telling them they're a sinner and like, yeah. <laughs> how bad they need God. And so if you like build that relationship with them and they like was Jocelyn was saying, like see um, like Jesus like working in you, then like that's a good way to start, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like hearing about their struggles. And not, yeah, not just saying, like, you're a sinner. That's all. Just, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, like, uh, we talked about this with uh, Sam Riddle. He talked about, like, and you talked about um, showing, like, if we want to first leave in Christ, we got to show them our Christian, like, love. Mm-hmm. When Because he, he talked about, like, you know, we go to these meets and we literally have the word Christian written on our jersey. So, like, we just really yeah. need to live it out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, okay. And then last question, guys. <laughs> um, But, like. What would you tell the listeners, like, what is, like, the best thing that Jesus can do for your life when you get saved? Or, like, when you put your trust in him, like, what do you think the best thing that could happen or, like, the best thing that's happened to you that he's done for your life? Um, I don't know. This is a, also kind of a general, like, statement, mm-hmm. but just, like, attitude. Because sometimes when I'm, like, thinking about things about, like, myself, my attitude's really terrible. <laughs> but, like... When you put it with Jesus, that, like, I don't know, that always helps. Yeah, I feel like it's just really comforting to, like, know that your full identity is in Jesus mm-hmm. and that it doesn't matter how you do in sports or, like, how, what grades you get or, like, whatever you, you're doing. Like, your identity is in Jesus and, like, that's secure. Yeah. Like, your salvation is secure in him. Yeah, I, I don't know. I always like that statement of, like, my salvation is secure. Because sometimes, like, I know that, but, like, in my head, I'm, like, but is it? And then I'm, like, thinking about it, and, yeah. But just knowing that someone's always there, like, Jesus is always there for you. You can't, like, lose your salvation in that way, and you're, like, with him all the time, and Mm -hmm. he's with you all the time, so he's always there, yeah. Yeah. Okay, guys. Well, we have had a really fun time (laughs) on the podcast today, and I can't wait to bring you guys back. Yeah, that was Maybe fun. with some different people. Oh, yeah, mix it up. Mix up a little, like, <laughs> maybe pair you with Eva or Rally. If I bring Grace on, no maybe I can. <laughs> if I bring Grace on, maybe I can do a cousin <laughs> podcast. Jocelyn and Grace. I don't know if her running points would be very good. Well, we don't have to talk about running. We could talk about okay. something else. Like, I don't know if you guys, what's one thing you guys have in common? Um... We both go to Lincoln Christian. Okay. Um, Anything else? We're cousins. We're cousins. <laughs> we're cousins. Yeah, we're cousins. Faith and cousins. That's that can be about. That's pretty good. <laughs> How to love your cousins. So oh, they're annoying. Oh, yeah. Sometimes. And I can do sisters and faith with oh, you and Maddie. Oh. <laughs> Get Callan in there. <laughs> That'd be fun.